In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Luke reports that after Jesus breathed his last, all the people who had gathered to witness this sight, seeing what had happened, beat their breasts and went away. Think about what they had just witnessed. The one who had called himself the Son of God died on a cross in a way that they have never seen a criminal die before. From that cross, those beneath it heard him pray for them, forgive them, and cry out to his heavenly Father. The sky had gotten as dark as night, the earth had shaken. That whole crowd of people, which a few hours before had been filled with enough boldness to shout out, nail Jesus to the cross, yes, filled with enough hatred or love of excitement or just plain indifference to allow Jesus to be crucified without a word of protest, that same crowd was frightened out of its wits. And that fear had them moving out of there. Yes, soon there was a stream of men and women hurrying back to Jerusalem. And Luke says they were beating their breasts. They became frightened. They became frightened when they saw the faces and anxious, fearful eyes of the Jewish leaders. The darkness and the earthquake most likely represented to them the anger of God. They may not have known much about Jesus or even why he had been crucified, but suddenly they decided that the whole thing should not have been done or they wanted no part of it any longer. They just wanted to get out of there, just as we so often want to get out of bad situations. And they did not need Southwest Airlines to ask them, do you want to get away? They were on their way fear coming out of them like perspiration. Now, ever since the fall of Adam and Eve into sin, has fear not been our number one enemy? Adam and Eve hid themselves in the Garden of Eden because they were afraid of God's punishment. And ever since that day, our fears have multiplied faster than the years. So how do you and I overcome fear? How do we learn to face life bravely and sing out with the psalmist, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble? How do we learn to say we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea? How? By trusting the same cross of Christ which caused people to run away from it in fright. By holding up that cross before our world, a world weary with sin, a world tired of being beaten down with the burdens of life. Running away from the cross, beating our chests in fear, will not remove those burdens. We need to see how and why Jesus died if we want to be victorious over all the evil that life can bring upon us. After Jesus breathed his last, 
all the people who had gathered to watch him die, seeing what had happened, beat their breasts and went away. Now, while beating your breast might mean you feel guilty about something you've done wrong, beating your breast can also be an act of repentance. I wonder if that's not how it was for those believers who stayed to the end on that first Good Friday. I wonder if they beat their breast in sorrow and grief to model how it needs to be done for us. Like those believers at the cross, our hearts need to be filled with sorrow and grief over our sins, the sins that nailed our Lord there. And then when in our worship we finally walk away from the cross, we will do so with joy and gratitude in our hearts. Some ran from the cross in fear. Others stood under it in repentance. Now what strikes me most as I walk with Jesus each year through Holy Week is his determination. He knew from the beginning of his earthly ministry what was going to happen to him. There were times when he must have been totally frustrated or at least disappointed with his disciples, but he saw positive qualities in them. That's why he chose them. There were times that they did not understand what he was all about, but he did not give up on them or find new disciples, but continued to love and to work with them. There are times, too, when he must be totally frustrated and disappointed with us and our responses to his call to follow him. But he doesn't give up on us either. He does not choose others to carry on his mission. He continues to work in us and to love us. Nothing could stop Jesus nor derail his mission not his sometimes confused disciples, and certainly not the misguided religious leaders of his time. He had come too far to quit. He was determined to offer his life for us, for our salvation. God stops at nothing to win life for us. That's why we stand in faith under the cross this Holy Week. That's the only way you and I in a few days will again see the true glory of Easter. There can be no resurrection apart from death. So Jesus says to you and to me this day, if you want to understand how much I love you, don't walk away from the cross beating your breasts. No, stand under the cross and see how I die.